0: what's going on golf addicts happy new year it is the century 2022 tournament of champions draft kings picks and preview For our seventh year, we are now breaking down the Century Tournament of Champions from a DraftKings perspective. Man, Pat, can you believe we lasted this long? We didn't kill each other. Good to see you. It's amazing. It's 2022, and um, I'm tickled pink. You know I
1: like even numbers, so even. You do like even numbers.
0: You know it's uh, it's what a way to kick off the year with uh, a podcast, some golf, you know, some golf betting and DFS and technical difficulties and all the good stuff that comes with. The Tour Junkies Podcast, really on brand for us, Pat, and also on brand for us, presented to you again this year by our friends at FantasyNational.com, the place to go for stats, for lineup optimizers, for uh, model, custom models, recent history, course form, all the key stats. They got a lot of cool new stuff they've added this year. It's great stuff. Um, So head over to FantasyNational.com/slash TJ and become a member today and get twenty percent off of your membership as long as you're a member and as long as you rock that URL. Fantasynational.com slash TJ to sign up. You can get a weekly, a monthly, or annual membership. And uh it's just the best. We've been using these guys for four or five years now. They're awesome. So try it out, fantasynational.com slash TJ, and we appreciate them for sponsoring the Tour Junkies DraftKings show. We got a great show tonight. We are about to get into the Nut Up or Shut Up game show, which is the hottest game show in the it DFS streets. And I tell you that, and I'm excited about our guest tonight. We got a surprise for him tonight. We got a great giveaway for him. If he wins, it's just going to be, I'm so excited. I can barely stand it. But before we get into that, I do have some announcements that are very important. These are extra important. It's beginning of the year, important announcements. You're at the first day of school. The teacher's giving you, you know, what what you got to know. You're not going to check out. You check out like the 50th day. Okay. Don't check out right here. Listen, I'm going to try to run through this fast because I did it on the betting show too. One and Done is on Teepster this year. The uh, link to join the Listener League is in the podcast description. Click on that link. It's free. Got tons of free prizes from TaylorMade, Fujikura, Birds of Condor, uh, Apparel Company, the Tour Junkies. It's going to be great. It's on Teepster. It's free to enter. One and Done Listener League. It starts next week for the Sony. So get in. Look in the podcast description. We're also tweeting about it, putting it on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Join it. Hurry up. Okay? We got an interview dropping this week with Vincent Whaley. It drops on Thursday or Friday on the podcast feed and on YouTube. It's fantastic as well. We got the Nut Hut Listener League off and running again for 2022. Um, you're not too late. Join the Nut Hut, get in the free DraftKings Weekly Listener League, and earn your chance to compete in the season ending Tournament of Champions Nut Hut Listener League or a chance to win expenses paid to come to Augusta or Savannah and play golf with me and Pat for a weekend and get a real good behind-the-scenes treat of how things go at either Champions Retreat, my home club, or the Landings, Pat's home club. Uh, Both fantastic spots, okay? Just fantastic spots. Um, why, Why are you mad at me already, Pat? Are you mad at me? I'm getting dirty text messages from you in the middle of me trying to get through announcements quickly. What are you No, I about? just
1: I, I just got a message that you I'm reading questions for nut up or shut up. Oh. and then I started looking at the questions. Hey, Pat, newsflash:
0: <laughs> you will always be reading questions for nut up or shut up. It, it was deba- It was it was actually a very close race in the moment of the year last year between your walk off and you reading Poom success or whatever his name was in the European well, Tour.
1: I just saw some of these questions. Okay, so you're
0: going to be Let's reading go. questions all year. Um, what else? Oh, big news. The Tour Junkies is now a podcast network. If you're on Apple, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, the Tour Junkies Golf Network now has three shows. This show that you're listening to right now, the flagship show, PGA Tour Betting and DFS. The new show with Mark Hill, our host, DP World Tour, formerly the European Tour Show, that has its own podcast feed. So we had the Mark Hill show on our feed in the fall. That is no longer going to happen. So in two weeks, when he starts g- getting up and running, giving you great advice, great betting advice, great DFS advice. You're going to need to make sure you've subscribed to the DP World Tour uh, Tour Junkies pod, uh, betting and DFS podcast on Apple separately. If you watch on YouTube, it'll still be on our YouTube channel, but everywhere else that you listen to podcasts, you need to make sure you download and subscribe to that show and do the same thing for a brand spanking new show coming out in two weeks, for the, actually a week, for the Corn Fairy Tour. You, you can play DraftKings Corn Fairy Tour. You can, play, you can bet on the Corn Fairy Tour. Well, we've got a guy who's, I mean, I don't know anyone else in the industry with a better edge than Garrett Simmons, our new host for the Corn Ferry Tour Junkies podcast. Garrett was a caddy for three years on the Corn Ferry Tour. He knows the caddies. He knows the players. He knows the courses. He's single. He ain't got shit to do, but research this stuff. He's got no wife or kids. Like, he's going to be phenomenal. He's a degenerate gambler. He's funny. It's going to be great. His show kicks off next week. The Corn Ferry Tour is in the Bahamas for a couple of weeks. Um, so it's like a weird thing where they start on a Friday or Saturday. So like his show is probably going to drop on Wednesday or Thursday of next week. So pay attention to that. And also look up that separate podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, the Corn Ferry Tour Junkies podcast with Garrett Simmons. Subscribe to all those. More, more good podcasts coming out later on in the year. Check that out, though. It's going to be good. Last thing I need to say, me and Pat will not be here next weekend, next week. For the Sony Open. It sucks. I know it's the first full field event of the year. Everything, everybody's excited. But our Georgia Bulldogs are playing in the Natty, and we're probably going to get smacked down again by Alabama. But dang it, if we're not going to be there to see it, we're going to Indy. Me and Pat, Chalk Bomb Ben, well, formerly Chalk Bomb Ben, um, we're all going to be in Indy. So Mark Hill is going to sit in for us and break down the action. He's going to do a fantastic job. He's one of the smart. He's probably these- one of the smartest people we know, and definitely a s- smartest guy at Tour Junkies Enterprises. So he'll be here.
1: Well, I mean, arguably Ben, but then Ben.
0: But Ben doesn't never do. Does he? Never does anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh And then maybe Sam. Um. But Mark's probably close. So he's going to be here breaking that down. Might have a special guest. You're not going to want to miss that one. And what else, Pat? I think that's it. You got anything else? We, uh,
1: I think that's it. Should I talk about the fantasy golf Somali at all? Or we, we? No,
0: let's on? save it. We got. We got hustle. But I'm excited yeah. about it. Very excited about yeah. fantasy golf Somalia. Yeah um i will say we will probably send in some content for mark live from indy and if you're a listener if you're a listener and you live in indy or you're going to be around in indy we'd love to hang out or we'd love to possibly stay in a place that you have for us at a very low a free cost um, as long as you're not weird um but yeah that's it that's it that's that's all the announcements let's go you ready yep all right let's get into this the hottest game show in the dfs streets Listen. We're, we're, we're going to get to the course breakdown. We're going to get to the DraftKings picks, all that stuff. We're going to have some fun to start this off, all right? We're going to have some fun. It's presented to you by some new friends of ours. It's actually another podcast called The Bourbon Pursuit. You like bourbon? You like podcasts? Guess what? The number one bourbon podcast literally come together. Yeah, on iTunes. Do you find yourselves looking at all the bourbon on the shelves and not knowing the difference? Bourbon Pursuit is the official podcast of bourbon, and they are the source for news, reviews, interviews about bourbon and whiskey and all this kind of stuff. Learn all the trends, bottles, and they got great personalities, too. These guys are great. And my boy Kenny's uh, there with Bourbon Pursuit. You get all the juicy scoop on all things whiskey. Go from bourbon novice to a bourbon baron. Ooh, I like that. Whatever... Wherever the good stuff is poured, Bourbon Pursuit is just a play button away. Subscribe to Bourbon Pursuit wherever you get your podcast. These guys are actually really good, way more professional than these two. Um, but they're really good, and they, they have this lovely – they have their own bourbon. Like, isn't that sweet, Bourbon Pursuit? I've had some. Uh, I, I was going to save this one. I might, I, might, I might end up sending this to our, our winner potentially. Because our winner tonight is going to get a nice bottle of Bourbon Pursuit, and possibly, depending on how things go, uh, maybe some TJ swag. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, welcome to Nut Up or Shut Up. Nut Up or Shut Up,
2: Nut Up or Shut Up, Nut Up or Shut Up, Nut Up or Shut Up. Ha, ha,
0: ha. God, I've missed that. And welcome <laughs> to the
2: show, Evan, is it Paynick? Yep.
0: yes i got that look at evan man look at this guy square jaw great golf hat you know look at that background (laughs) he did did you draw did you freehand that evan
3: uh my wife did she's the artist what a beauty
0: that is tremendous does she need a job
3: (laughs) she might she was up to the task she loved it
0: that's awesome man yeah evan uh are you excited about this opportunity that you have here before you
3: I am. I'm a little nervous about what might be in the box.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So um, listen, people should know the Nut Up or Shut Up game show got rave reviews last year and we're going to we're going to step it up a notch. Um, If you sign up to do Nut Up or Shut Up, you're going to earn you're going to earn it. Right. And uh, we have sent Evan a package in the mail and he has not opened it. He's committed to not opening it. And we will get to that here in just a second. Um, but he's been a good sport about it, and uh, he's a nut hutter, you know. Evan, you, you're in the nut hut. You're very active in the nut hut. What's your favorite thing about the nut hut?
3: Oh man, I'm putting on the, the people here. in the nut hut are, are the awesomest. Yeah, um, most of them. But of course, Patton DB. Thank the you. The content man. is next level. Cheers. Better than you get on the podcast for sure. Yeah, oh, we appreciate. That.
0: Oh, that's for damn sure, especially tonight. You should see our betting show. Um, yeah. Evan, are you drinking anything I tonight? Watched it. Oh, you did, yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> I am drinking some juice. I do have a nice New York sour, if you can Ooh, see that. Ooh, what is a ah, New York sour? That's good. Wow, that thing is, has like two levels to it. Yeah. A little, a little bourbon, some simple syrup, lemon juice, and some red wine on top. Oh, dang. <laughs> that is
0: very, that, all the alcohols I, can get I love. Down them. With yeah. Them. Yeah. And clearly a bourbon guy. That's nice. Are, Evan, are you in New York? No, I'm in North Carolina. North Carolina. Nice. All right. Well, we're excited. Evan's been a longtime listener and follower. He follow, he's very active on Instagram. He's just been a, he's been a good supporter of the Tour Junkies, and we appreciate it. And uh, Evan, let's uh, let's get into this. Producer Sam and Pat, take it away.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. All right. How many does he does, does he need to get right? Oh, only that? three. Three. Okay. Yeah, but um, there's also
0: a bonus. Take, there's a bonus. Yeah.
1: Let me just tell you this, Evan. These are these are difficult.
0: Last year was too easy.
1: This this may be the toughest yet. Actually, it is. So you can ask
0: the chat. You you can ask the chat if you're watching on YouTube.
1: You can ask the chat. Of course, I can't see the chat because all this technology and the changes. I can't
0: see it. There's not a lot of people in the chat right now, but yeah.
1: Um. All right. Here we go. First question. This person owns four top tens in a row at the Century Tournament of Champions. A. Tiger Woods, B. Xander Shoffley, C. John Rahm, or D. Rory McIlroy.
3: Those are very hard. <laughs> uh, I have no idea at all. Um, mm. How many questions do I get total? I think there's five,
0: six total.
3: We've got six in here,
0: and a b and a bonus though, and a bonus. and a bonus,
3: six and a bonus. Okay. So, I'm going to take a stab. So I don't want to use my ask yet. And I will say
1: Rory. Mm. Nope. No. Ah, sorry. I was, waiting, I was waiting for you sorry. to press the button. Sorry. Here. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Be quick, be it's quick, the
0: first show the of 2022. I'm not on my game yet. Yeah,
1: this is. It I was mean, not well, Rory. This is that up or shut up, BB. Sorry. Um, okay. Who, who was it, Pat? You're going to tell us who it was? Oh, sorry. John Ron. Which actually surprised uh-huh. me. I thought it was going to be Xander Schauffele. He has a great he has a great history yeah. here. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, John Rock. Okay.
0: All right. No for one. Let's get we Next could get question. to the bonus quickly here.
1: Which of these is not the name of a beach near Kapalua? <laughs> this is also why I hate Sam. <laughs> what? Hey. Look at that graphic. Paka- <laughs> <laughs> P- Paha Kuka Napalai Beach.
2: <laughs> B, Secret Beach. C, Makalapanuna.
1: Wait, I need You sound like Ross
0: Snyder in uh, that that Adam Sandler movie.
1: Makalaka, wait, (laughs) Makaluapuna. There you go. I think he hit that point. Yeah, point. It's a point. Or D, Tagavaiolia State Park. Now, (laughs) that kind of sounds like Tua Tunga Tagaleo. Whatever. <laughs> 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 don't ask me to repeat. Evan, yes, I was just about to say, <laughs>
3: make him repeat him Make him the repeat him <laughs> Yeah, I've never been to Hawaii and I don't expect the chat to know any of these, Sam. So that's really great of me. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, can you repeat the first one for me?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you should. That one first one's harder. Uh, a,
1: okay, which of these is not the name of a beach near Kapalua? A, Pahakukanapali Beach. You, that's
2: better. That's better. B, Secret Beach.
1: C, Makaluna, Ma, Makaluapuna Point. <laughs> or D, Tagaviola State Park.
3: <laughs> uh, I might go O for 6. Good God.
1: One of these is not the name of a beach near Kapalua. I will go with C. So oh, dang it, Evan! I thought you were gonna get think, that one. I think you should have thought of D because it's it's it is going off. I think it's a two refer- yeah, a, a reference. it's a two reference.
3: I figured it was a trap. That no, it's not a for. trap,
0: man. Yeah. All right, Evan, you better uh, if damn. you you if you miss this next question, we're going to the, straight to the bonus. All
3: right, I feel you like get two and tag I gotta
1: figure that out. Yes, yeah. I, I, oh, well. I think you can get this next. Don't
0: forget, you got your chat.
1: Okay, ready? Gotcha. Which of these is not? A thread in the nut hut not a thread you in should the get nut this a crypto nft <laughs> and stocks or stonks as it says in the in, in there wait so that, that was a dead key b basketball <laughs> c rock'em sock'em or d life
3: tips with pat or by pat all right so life tips by pat would be a great channel but we do not have that in the nut hut, I'm fairly certain. I will lock that one in.
0: Ding ding ding. All right. We got a first one down. Okay. There you go. That's right. We don't have life tips by Pat. We should definitely work on that. But the crypto NFT stocks, Chad that's in there, basketball and rock'em sock 'em for UFC.
2: Lovely. All right. Here we go. Number four.
1: This is the name of both a dance move and a bird native to the Hawaiian Islands.
2: A, nay nay B, gritty C, stinky leg or D, Dougie.
3: All right, I feel like I do know this one. I'm going to let the chat help me out just in case cuz mm. I I'm I'm losing confidence, boys.
0: All right, well no, you're alright. You, you can still afford to miss one more and then sweep the we rest with the bonus. It started you off tough,
3: too. It's yeah.
0: like
1: we it was like we hit you with like two of the hardest holes on the course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right off, the we bat. punch
0: you right in the mouth, right, right off the bat. Shit, right? I we gave the you the chat, number
1: so. one and three handy. Oh, you can't right see off. the
0: chat. Okay, no, let's no, no, see. The that. chat is saying there's not, there's not many, there's not much help in the chat right now. Okay, well it looks like now they're rolling in. It looks like the 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 majority answer is a Nene.
3: That's where I was leaning as well. I will go with Nene. Ding
0: ding
2: ding! Now can okay, you? Will.
3: Yep, that's right. Yep.
0: All right, we got okay. two. Two.
2: All
1: okay. right.
0: All right. You got, all you got to get is one more. Keep going, Pat.
1: Number five. He has never finished inside the top 20 at the Tournament of Champions. A, Cam Champ. B, Perutz Kepka. C, Siwoo Kim. Or D, Kevin Kisner. This person has never finished inside the top
2: 20 at the Tournament of Champions.
3: So it feels like a trap, but I'm going to go with Brooks. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Hey, yeah, yeah. There we go, Evan. Okay. Look,
2: what a
0: comeback. What a comeback. Comeback story.
2: Three to in a row. Rudy.
0: Rudy. Oh, man, but now, now, I'm, now, I mean, we got the bonus for your extra gift, but I really was hoping to get to one of those, uh, one of those last, those last questions, Pat.
3: Ask
1: them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do it anyway. Hit him with the last, the last one.
1: Okay, here we go. Number 6. Do you want the bonus one or you want the No, nine? you do
0: number 6 and do you do the uh you do the I think the main one to do is the second part of number 6. The two the second option.
1: <laughs> okay. In 1999, Baywatch moved to Hawaii. <laughs> Finish this verse from the
2: Baywatch theme song. <laughs> Some people stand in the darkness. Afraid to step in the light, some people need to.
3: Conservative parents, I never saw Baywatch. <laughs> oh man, you never saw
0: Baywatch, dude. You're riding our age range, too. What, how old are you? 37. Oh, yeah. oh, prime Baywatch, you didn't sneak it.
1: Oh, god, I didn't even sound that. I, I didn't say, I didn't. Seem that close to some
0: people need to help somebody you know they're (laughs) help they're there to help that's how it goes um all right bonus question so you so you've already won yourself the uh the bourbon pursuit bottle there evan great job um the uh the next thing is for some more tour junkie swag now i see you have on our our awesome hoodie which is a fantastic hoodie i can't believe we have any of those left but we do people should be buying those but um you know we'll we'll throw in some more merch maybe we don't know what you have so whatever you don't have we'll toss you in some more merch i would now like you to reach into the package that we sent you and open that up and maybe talk us through it as you open it you know like like a unboxing okay, okay. here we go well, it's not really a box but well you, you get it
3: I get it so what am i doing now you're just oh, gonna open it? it
0: up and tell us what what you're seeing here
3: Okay, <laughs> looks like a Moana prize pack.
0: Oh, okay, a little, Hawaiian, uh, little uh little Hawaiian, Hawaiian garb, things. maybe, is what you Some say? S- stickers. Okay, well, we don't have to have those. Is there anything okay. else in there?
3: There's a lot of colors in there.
0: Yep. Is that it? Looks
3: like it might be a leg and uh, <laughs> essentially a hula skirt. Yeah, oh, oh, a hula skirt.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, that's all that's in there? Uh... Did you get another package?
3: No. That's all I got.
0: Amazon! Oh, we just asked you to do one thing, Amazon. <laughs> one thing. Is it not is it not on your porch, are you sure?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did it, did it come today?
0: We asked you to do we one We had thing.
3: snow today. We had hurricane rains and snow. Dang it, Evan.
0: Alright, well. All right, here's what we'll do. We'll save it. If if it when whenever the second package comes, you will don the hula skirt and the lay, at least. And then let me know and we'll you'll shoot a quick video and we'll play it for the people next week. And if you do that, we'll send you some free merch. How about okay. it? Deal?
3: Sounds great. Sounds nothing like
0: nothing but the hula skirt. Like that's all. Nothing. I'm just kidding. No, you you can you can just it's put it on to it you. or something god dang it Emma, what is jeff bezos is bezos just too busy partying to ship some stuff where when we need it i don't understand
1: well, you know there's a I lot of know. logistical issues across the country now
0: apparently all right evan thank you man you're a great contestant you you closed it up man i mean i, I was really worried about you we've not had a loser yet on done up or shut up and you nailed it it was not it's not going to be you not this time no sir Thank you. Thanks for supporting the Tour Junkies the way you do. We appreciate it. And tell your wife uh, we're looking for a graphic designer.
3: <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers,
0: Evan. Evan. Everybody, thank you. Great job. That was awesome. I am pissed that the rest of our package did not show up. To Evan, here's what you need to know: If you sign up for Not Up or Shut Up, we need good internet, headphones, preferably joining via computer. Um, you don't have to have an incredible background we are probably going to ask you things related to where the golf tournament is being played. And we're probably going to mail you something strange. So enter at your own risk, Pat. We know a lot about Kapalua. We know a lot about this golf course. We've already covered it somewhat in the betting show. What do we need to know for the DFS side of things? And and what can you tell the people about Kapalua, the plantation course?
1: Kapalua. Well, you know, Here's the thing with DFS, we always talk about, I mean, what do you got to do? You got to score, right? You got to score Yeah. and you got to have DK points. And that is what you're going to get on this course because it is a very easy course by tour standards. It's a par 73, 7,600 yards, but don't be, you know, all that concerned by the length of this course. There's a lot of elevation on this course. Um, You know, you look at the par fours here. I mean, eight of them are 425 yards and less. So these guys can eat up this course. There's going to be a lot of wedges into these greens. So, strokes gained approach is something that you're want, going to want to look at for sure. And then it's just a, you know, it's just a putting contest. You know, you got to hit your wedges well. You got to be good on approach and then putt well. And then you got to score on the par, par fives. You've got three par fives here that you can score on easily. Um, so, a lot of Eagles, a lot of birdies out here. Bermuda grass tea to green and uh it plays pretty true to that. The greens they don't get typically running that quick. Um, so they're not that difficult. And they're big, huge greens, large fairways. It's just a resort style course. And so, you know, with these with these greens being like they are, you gotta hit it close and you gotta make some birdies. Um, we've seen wind the and, and weather be an issue here, like in twenty twenty when JT won. Um where fourteen under was uh was the lead was was the winning score. But that's that's the outlier. I don't think we're gonna see that this week. That's not what we're looking at so far. You know, you look at past champions. Harris English won last year at 25 under. He won in a playoff over Joaquin Neiman. I mentioned 2020. JT won over uh Xander Shafflay and Patrick Reed at 14 under. Xander won at twenty-three under in twenty nineteen. DJ, his second win here at twenty-four under in 2018 and then JT one also in uh at twenty two 2200 in 2017 so you see that theme of over you know 22 23 24 25 under you know a lot of scoring here it is weird by the way to see that dj is not Very. playing this year i can't remember the last time he did not play um so that's interesting but uh as far as stats you know in general Going to look at a little course history. Probably not waiting for him as much as I might normally do because we just don't have a whole lot to go off of. I mean, you got guys like Patrick Cantlay that haven't played since the four championship. I'm going to look at par five scoring, strokes gain approach, and off the tee. And, uh, of course, we always want to look at ownership. And I think there are some there's some angles you could play in ownership in a no-cut event. By the way, I shouldn't even mention that. We got 39 players this week. Rory's not in the field, even though he could have played. But there's no cut. So ownership is something you want to look at because, you know, we don't have the edge of, you know, getting six, six through the cut line. Um, so that's going to be something you want to look at and maybe taking a little bit <clears> of <throat> a, just, you know, take a chance on some guy, you know, maybe play a gut play or two here this week. You know, it's the first week of the season, play around a little bit, have fun. You, if you feel like Brooks Koepka is going to have a good week, even though he's, he's got a crappy course history here. Play Brooks Skepta. Maybe you think he's not going to be taking pictures all weekend with uh, with with Jenna. You know, Jenna's riding a whale. Jenna's off riding <laughs> a whale. She's the first female to ride a whale in a bikini. <laughs> like, maybe that's... Was like there, maybe is there that one happened.
0: to ride a whale in something other than a bikini that she's...
1: I'm just saying, like, I don't see too many people riding a whale. And if, if you're riding a whale in a bikini, you just, like, top everybody. And she probably would be riding a whale in a bikini if she's going to ride a whale.
0: That's true. That sounds like, so, you know, she sounds like somebody who would need to be rescued on Baywatch in like 2001. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's one of those weird weeks. There's just a lot we don't know. There's a lot we guess at. There's a lot we, we wonder about. How motivated are these guys? How focused are these guys? When's the last time they swung a golf club? Because just because so, just you played in a tournament in October doesn't mean you can all of a sudden, you know, be better or worse in January. So it's a lot of stuff. It, you know, we we tend to lean on course history because the experience has tended to matter here a little bit. But um, yeah, the biggest thing is remembering it's a 39 man, you know, event. So uh, ownership is going to be a huge deal in DFS. Leverage is a huge deal. And maybe you know, we're all excited, right? We're all excited. Golf's back. It's a fun tournament to watch. I would say in DFS, this is one of those weeks where like I have to kind of tell myself, like write a post it note on, like you know. Right, put it on my mirror in the morning when I get getting ready to go to work. Like, you know, I have to tell myself, like, hey, just just hold on, you know, like, just, just hold on. Come home, You know, like, just take it easy.
1: There's going to be some other chances. Play we a got little a long bit. season.
0: Play a little bit, you know, wear your whistle, whatever. But the Sony is just a week away and it's a full field event. And it's a lot different in how we approach DFS. Right. And, and DraftKings you know so it's like get in there a little bit maybe do some stuff on the betting card if you're in one of those legal states but other than that just kind of chill you know and 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 that's kind of how i'll probably approach it this week so let's get into it let's look at the top of the DraftKings board here obviously john rahm is a favorite like you said really weird to not have dj here very strange to look at to look at this board and not see dj's name um and not see rory which kind of sucks but In the 9K and above range, we've only got a handful of names here. John Rom at 11,000, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Victor Hovland, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffele, and first-timer Sam Burns. So a couple of just maybe two of your favorite GPP plays here and a fade. For me, me, I've got three guys I'm having a hard time narrowing down. It's probably going to be a little ownership-dependent. Um, you and I both like these guys in the betting show. We both like Justin Thomas, and we both like Xander Shoffley. I think that those are those are good guys. I mean, probably two of the best course history guys here. You know, like uh, JT's won it. Xander Shoffley has not, but he should have, right? No, no, did he win this? He did win this. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, won he won this. What am I thinking of? Um, so, you know, both great course fits, you know, great guys. I, I do think there's going to be a little bit of JT – Coming here last year, this was the week that he got caught on a hot mic saying something uh, not great, and you know his year kind of got started off on a really sour note. I just feel like now he's got bones on the bag, you know. Uh, I feel like he's kind of like looking at this and going, "This is a new year, and I'm about to I'm about to run rampant on some people." And I like that a little extra, like a little extra heat for JT. I feel like could be in there this week, Xander, Xander. The one that I'm having a hard time um, figuring out whether I want to play him in DFS is one that I talked about kind of being borderline on in betting, and that's Bryson at 10 2. I'm a lot more intrigued, I think, to play him on DraftKings than I am to bet him outright to win. You know, one of the things we talked about on the betting show is this is the last week or the, the, the first week without Greens books, without all these, you know, extensively detailed Greens books that Bryson's been so dependent on in the last couple of years. And how, how's that going to affect him? I don't know. Will it affect him? Will it, you know, you made the point that it may help him a little bit because you felt like he got a little too into it. That may be true. I could see that happening. Um, I just know that I love his, I love how this course should set up for him if his iron play is halfway decent. Uh, I feel like Bryson's a guy who doesn't take a lot of time off from golf. He just feels like if you look at this list of names, like I would look at this list and go, Okay if I, if I told you the one guy who took the least amount of time off, I would pick Bryson. If I told you the guy that I think, and this, you know, that I think probably takes the most time off just in this list, I would say Patrick Cantlay. He just strikes me as a guy who won all that money at the FedEx cup and just disappeared and probably hasn't hit a, a lot of golf balls. could be completely wrong. I'm just guessing. I don't know, but you know, this is golf. We don't have a lot of you know, other intel before, you know, before these guys get in front of a mic for a press conference or something. So I, I'm, I'm very high on JT and Xander. I am going to be extremely in on Bryson depending on how ownership looks. Um, I may pivot to him instead of JT or Xander if they're super chalky. And I'm, I'm probably out on Patrick Cantlay. I, I just think you got to plant flags up here. You can't play them all. There's a lot of good names in here. That's just, that's, how it, that's how it's going to go.
1: Well, I am with you on JT. I think he's going to have a big year. Um, you know, if you're a casual golfer, I mentioned this on the on the betting show, you might just have seen that he won the Players' Championship last year, and you think, oh, well, that's a pretty good year for JT, but it was not for him. For his standards, he started off the year tough uh, at, this, at this event, you know? He had the whole uh, uh, episode that happened, pretty much got canceled for a little bit, and um, I think he's on a mission this year with, um you know with having bones on the bag and everything else so i like jt a lot and i like him this week in draftings at 10-6 um you know before i get into my other favorite plays if we talk about a fade I, it's hard for me to pick anybody to fade here i, yeah. I mean i guess if i if i wanted to i, I see what your reasonings are for cantley if I wanted to fade anybody, it may be Bryson. Um, I actually like Cantley this week. I wrote him down. And, and I think it could be, you know, we talk about ownership in these kind of fields where you've got no cut, and, and it is a strong field. And we haven't seen Cantley play recently. Um, but he's done, he's done well here in the past. He obviously is coming off of his best year on tour ever. Um, I don't mind him. I think that that Cantlay is actually a pretty good play Um, outside of the fact that we haven't seen him because of recent form, but I'm just going to go ahead and trust the fact that he's going to continue what he did all year last year. Um, And he's, he's, he's obviously going to be confident. So I like Cantlay at 9,700 and then Sam Burns. I like at 9,100. I think Sam is, you know, he just moved into the top 10 in the world. I know it's his first time playing here, but, the guy's just an absolute stud. He's hard to avoid in almost any format, whether it's the betting or anything. I like Sam Burns a lot here at 9,100. So JT Cantlay and Sam will be my three plays. And then I guess I'll, if I'm going to fade anybody, it's going to be Bryson. But I really don't feel that strong about that. Yeah, you know who I really kind of want to fade, but I can't bring myself to do it because he's so good to me is Victor?
0: I thought about that because I feel like Victor's gotten a lot of pump here late lately. I mean, which obviously he's deserved it. He's been super good in the fall and he's just an incredible ball striker. Um, yes, Sam is reminding everyone to get in the nut hut. Um, I, I guess we'll just see like it, it, you know, sometimes this happens in, in DFS. Like somebody looks to be so chalky, like super popular in GPPs and whatever. And everyone's talking about them and everyone's on them and ownership projections are through the roof. And then sometimes what sometimes, not all the time, what happens is they end up a lot lower owned than everyone projected because everyone was like, Oh crap, everybody's on them. I might pivot and go here, especially in a field where you have a lot of big names to choose from. Like there's really as good as Victor Hovland is, he's surrounded by guys just as good or if not better. Right? Like, so Mm -hmm. it's not like you're sacrificing a, a ton of, you know, studliness. By doing that. So it'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, what ownership projections are into late into Wednesday night, by the way, you know, remember, this is like the tea times here are going to be, I mean, we'll have into Thursday morning. We could probably see ownership projections into Thursday morning and say, wow, that's interesting. Or, you know, and then see what they actually turn out to be. Maybe if some people jump off of the Victor Hovland, you know, love, love wagon. Um, I don't know. I love Hovland too. I'm super high on him. I drafted him in the first pick in our fantasy draft, we do with Pat Mayo and I'm big on him for sure. But that doesn't mean I'm going to play him every week. All right. AK range. This is, th- th- there's some names in here um, that I know, I think both you, you and I are going to agree on starts with Jordan Spieth, Hideki Brooks, Berger, Cam Smith, Sung JM, Abraham answer, and Tony fee. I'll let you start this one, but we had some agreement with a couple of these names in terms of the betting, you know, betting odds, but you know, how, how do you think it's going to shake out for you? uh Early leans here for your GPP plays on DraftKings.
1: Well, I I'm gonna go back to somebody I just talked about because he and his wife are gonna be riding whales and bikinis and stuff, and that's Britz Kepka. Um, I I think this is kind of a week to me where I just feel like I can take some risk, and I I want to do it and play Kepka. I think he is is you know he's as healthy as he has been in a while. Um, he does not have a good history here. Um, You know, I think we alluded to that in the nut hut question or the uh, nut up or shut up questions. Um, He doesn't have a good history here at all. Um, But I still, you know, I think we'll get him a little bit lower owned, even though he's got a good price here at 8,500. I think uh, think he'll be a good DK play, so I'm going to play him. And then Sung J.M. at 8,200, I love this week. I think M. is a fantastic play. His first time playing was last year. He finished T5. Um, you know, you look at the stats for him, I and mean, he he always shows up you know, pretty well in the stats categories, but you look at approach, top ten in the field there, he's top ten off the tee, top ten and putting on Bermuda Greens. So I think Sung J M is a very good play down here at eighty two hundred and obviously, you know, played well in the fall, had a win, uh, won us some money because we had him as an outright play. So I like him there. And then my fade, as much as I hate to do it. I don't see a whole lot from Tony Finau that's changed my mind about how he's been playing lately. I mean, Finau is he did not have a very good ball. You look at his stats, I mean, he's literally not in, in you know, out of 40 people in the field, or 39, the best is Strokes gained off T, 16th in the field. He's 30th in putting on Brigitte. I mean, there's not really much about Finau to get excited about, other than, I think, 8,000 might be a pretty damn good price for him but it's it's about right for this field i mean it's nothing he's shown that where he should be any higher than that so i if if i gotta land on somebody to fade here in the 8k range it is gonna be tony
0: very interesting we didn't talk about tony at all on the uh betting podcast probably for good reason because both of you both you and i have him as our fade here in the 8k range i've got him faded as well he started off good his first time out here in 2017 at the tournament of champions when he won the the uh the puerto rico um finished ninth but then you know last year 31st and um you know on a course that has less of a advantage for the for for the driving of the golf ball you know that's a that's something tony does well on a course that's grainy bermuda he sucks on bermuda he's like 33rd in the field over the last 50 rounds in Bermuda. And really putting is the key. And, and I think that's, that's the thing that is hard for me to overlook for Tony in this range with some of the names in here that I like a lot. So I'm with you there. Agreement. Um, my favorite play here is easily Jordan And I, th- I think it's hard for it not to be. I mean, to, to get Jordan at 8,900 um, at a place where you know he, ha- he hasn't been back in, in a while. He hasn't been back since 2018. Where he finished? Do you not
1: feel like he's gonna have like some of the highest ownership. Though, yeah, of, yeah, uh, yep. I think he will. So You're just gonna eat that. I so think I'm eating you it gotta over. You gotta. If you're gonna do that, then you just you're overweight. You
0: overweight, speak. and you you know you find leverage elsewhere. But he is, you know, th- there's a difference in like chalk. That okay? Well, I was kind of on that guy, and now I'm thinking I might jump off just because I don't love him that much, and there's other names I could pivot to, and. You know, there's a difference in that and, like, chalk that you go, I am willing to pay pay the man on on that chalk. And I want to play him. I believe in him that much. I mean, in four attempts here, a runner-up, a win, a third, and a ninth. Um, and the ninth was w- losing four strokes putting for the week. Like, that That almost never happens. So, I am way in on Jordan at that price. Like, and that's part of the reason why... I think the eating of the chalk makes more sense because I'm getting him at 8,900, which really feels like a great value. I mean, I would rather, I would rather, if he were priced at 9,800, I would take him over Patrick Cantley. I would take him over Sam Burns at that point. I would take him, you know, I mean, it's, I would take him over Victor Hovland. Um, I would probably take him over Bryson. Like I really think Jordan if you're truly handicapping this week at this golf tournament, I think he should be the fourth or fifth highest price player in the field.
1: You know, I think this is like a good kind of lesson in DFS to not only for a, a week uh, where you have no cut, but I think sometimes we do, we've talked about ownership being a thing because I do, it is, it always is. Um, and especially in a no cut event, but it's not like uh, you see, Chalky guys in you know huge winning GPP lineups all the time, all the time. So you can't get so caught up in in ownership where if you really like somebody and you think oh well they're going to be highly owned, so I'm not going to play them. Yeah, you you can't do that psychologically. You have to sometimes take a guy like Jordan if you think he's going to be, you know, even if he's going to be highly owned, but you really like him, and then you can find it somewhere else. Yep, like you said. And so I wouldn't get too caught up in and and so, i mean yes we want to look at ownership yep but don't let it get too you off
0: yep i love it that's a good tip um and then my next play in this range is probably going to be for dfs it's probably going to be the lower owned of cam smith or sung jm you know, on the betting show, I ranked Jordan Spieth, Cam Smith, and Sung JM M were, were all three 22 to one on DraftKings. And I, I went, you know, I can't play a guy. At tw- if I were to pick one guy at 22 to one, it has to be Jordan Spieth out of those three. Then I would probably take Cam Smith. And then I would probably take, or I'm sorry, Sung J. and then Cam Smith. In DFS, you know, I, I think it's kind of a toss up here. I know you like Sung J. A a lot more than you like Cam Smith. I'm a little closer on both this week in terms of DFS. Um. I definitely like that Cam can come here and spray the ball off the tee and he's fine. Um, this place has, you know, correlations to Augusta National which he's always, you know, he tends to play pretty well. So obviously Sung Jay did too at one point. I know he did in 2020. I don't remember what he did last year, but uh, and I love Sung Jay too. I really do. I mean, a, a guy who like doesn't isn't enge- didn't get engaged in the last 60 days, you know, like doesn't have a family, he's taken whale watching or whatever like I think Sung Jay Probably kept on grinding during the off season. The 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 off season, right? So I think Sung Jay's out here to to take care of business. He finished fifth last year in his first attempt. That was pretty strong for a first timer. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a legit play, but I don't love him so much that if you know if he comes in at you know if he's looking like he's twenty five percent, you know, and the the ownerships are going to be weird this week because you have so few players. So they're you know. Chalk this week is not the same as chalk next week, right? Yeah. So he's gonna be if he's twenty-five or thirty percent or whatever, and Cam Smith's like, you know, half of that or you know, sixty percent of that, seventy percent of that, I, I may consider just pivoting to Cam Smith. I do like Cam Smith that much. So that's the eight K range for me. Okay. All right, let's get into the seven K range, which is pretty this is like the smallest seven K range we'll have all year literally like seven yeah, names tiny. patrick reed 7900 harris english your defending champion jason kokrak taylor gooch mark leishman kevin nah and billy ho horschel in this range we're going to give you two plays we like in tournaments and a fade uh the the fade for me is probably kevin nah
1: Mm. We, we're gonna go ahead and agree on that i'm definitely with you on Kevin. and nah. and
0: and listen i hate fading kevin na on a on a next
1: golf week point. is kevin na week probably probably
0: i hate fading I mean, kevin na on a course where on a course where putting matters a lot he's a great putter he's a killer when he's on I mean, we know this kevin na wins every year almost like he feels like he wins every year i don't know what it is like i think he's won once in the last four years every year which is great like but there's always question marks around his health. I think the last event he was supposed to play in on the PJ Tour in the fall, he withdrew. You never know with him what's going on. He's definitely a family guy. I could see just doing the thing here and being maybe distracted. Maybe not. Maybe it helps him. I don't know. But he's the one that I have the most questions around. Like, that's kind of what it comes down to when you're fading good names like this. Like, yeah. who do you have the most questions around? Who can you magically dream up the most ridiculous ways that they may not be interested in this golf tournament? For me, it's Kevin Nock. Uh The plays here for me are gonna be in DFS. It's gonna be Kokrak at 7,700, and it's gonna be Billy Horschel at 7K. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Billy at this price. I-, I liked him also in the betting markets at 70 to one, but I, I like him at 7K. One of the best Bermuda putters, uh, you know, on the planet. And when he's hot, he's hot, and he's another guy who, like, when he smells blood, he he gets down. Like he can do it. We know Kokrak's the same thing. When he finally broke the seal and, you know, he won once. Now he's won, what, three times? I think, I think you've been on him two out of the three times or something uh, when, he's, when he's hit. But, I mean, long hitter, he's going to be able to take advantage of his length here and, and just bombs away off the tee. And when he's hot with the putter, he's hot. He's got one of the best caddies in the game with David Robinson on the bag. Um, so I think Jason, Jason Kokrak and Billy Ho are it for me.
1: Okay. Uh, a little difference in opinion here as well. I don't, I don't mind those two. I like Rank probably more than Billy Ho. Um, I like Patrick Reed this week. Um, he's another guy. I think you're going to get a little bit of uh, um, ownership edge on. He's finished second here in 2020, T6 back in 2017. He's not going to check a whole lot of back boxes for you when you're looking at the stats, other than maybe putting on Bermuda. But I still, I think Reed. This is this is a good fit for him. This is a good place for him to start the year off strong um you know we haven't h- heard a whole lot from patrick reed lately um, i was gonna
0: say it feels like i mean i'm sure around the holiday table at the team reed household you know which is basically him and all they of his wife's like
1: to, they don't like to be at the holiday table well <laughs> like I, they, no, no they, they don't like to have the they, family they do
0: as long as it's all justine's family and then patrick
1: yeah yeah. But,
0: I mean, I think around the table that, you know, sitting around going like, you know, you're under the radar. He, he, he didn't get a lot of love last year. I mean, he doesn't get a lot of love anyway, but I'm saying like, you know, hype with like how he's playing and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just, I could see them, I could see this being sort of a revenge, not a revenge, but like I could just see him like putting a chip on his shoulder this year, even though he won the Amex last year. It's like, <clears throat> it felt like after that he didn't do, do he didn't do a lot. He finished runner-up at the Bermuda in the fall. But it just didn't feel like that much of a Patrick Reed kind of year. Um, you know, he, he had his spots. He played well at the Masters, you know. Uh, but it just felt weird. And especially the, the last part of the season felt, felt strange. And or I'm sorry, the well, last part of the year, first part of this season. So it does feel like one of those weeks where, you know, P. Reed would just want to come out hot, come out swinging. Yeah.
1: I, I think that, that doesn't that's... mean he's got the game to do it, to, you know. He, I don't know, but I, I think I'm going to kind of bank on that a little bit here. Um, I, I mentioned Kevin Nye was my fade, and you're, this is another guy. This is this is one that's not going to pop on a lot of stats, um, other than maybe, you know, he puts well on Bermuda. Um, but I think he's going to be low-owned. He does have a pretty good course history here if you look at the last few years he finished t4 in 2019 t7 in 2018 and that is mark Leishman. i like mark leishman so I, i'm I kind of drawn play. there too I, yeah i think he's a good play um you know had a decent fall and played some with the top 20 um it was right after my houston open he finished top 20 t30 well no okay, that but, but Anyway, I still think Leishman could be a good, little bit of a good uh, GPP play this week. He's going to be low owned. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of people on Leishman, so I like him at seventy five hundred. So there you go. All
0: right, let's look at the six K range and button this up here uh, a little. You know, there's there's some there's some decisions to be made down here. I mean, I, I think the six K range is uh <clears throat> is full of a few guys to make some decisions about. It's Siwoo Kim, our boy Siwoo, starts it off at sixty nine hundred. Uh, you got, you know, Max Homa in there, Phil Mickelson, you know, he's back at the Century Tournament of Champions. Cam Davis, uh, our boy Joel Damon, KH Lee, Kisner's down there at 6K. You got a, a few guys at the minimum here, KH Lee, Matt Jones, Kisner, Stuart Sink, and Lucas Glover. Um, All at, all at 6K here. What are you going to do in the 6K range, I,
1: lo- I I like this range. A lot. I do too, I but I feel like I, I got there's, some there's, tough
0: decisions to make.
1: There's three people that I... I Feel very strongly about, and it and one of them is not Max Homa, who I do like, but I'm not going to tell you Max Homa. I'm going to give you seamus Power. at 6600. You look at his last three events. I mean, or four events. He finished top 15 in all of them. seamus Power had a big year. I like him there at 6600. I think that's that's good value for him. And then two at 6100. You got Lucas Earbert. He won. He won. Wait a minute. Event. Are
2: you giving me Lucas Earbert? yes really i am he just won bermuda like three months
1: ago (laughs) i like him it's and then joel damon i'm not sold on lucas yet joel damon had a great uh, you know look at damon damon worries
0: me damon worries me because he's just gonna be so so happy-go-lucky in maui and like not focused he doesn't like playing golf a lot in the offseason we'll see we'll see what damon i I think i hope he plays great
1: 6100 damon earbert i like him but
0: god i did not see
1: and then seamus power
0: i don't really like any of those so here's some real disagreement we had some agreement here on sung Jay, on uh you know on xander I, i don't really like any of those i'm not sold on seamus power down here either um I definitely didn't like him in the betting market, but okay, okay. all right. Well, I mean, I think, I, listen, I mean, I know it's, I can't start off 2022 not talking about Siwoo Kim in one of the shows. I, I didn't talk about him in the betting show, and that's probably because I don't think Siwoo Kim wins this week. However, you can still be very valuable in DraftKings, like you said, the name of the game is scoring DraftKings points, and I think that's what Siwoo Kim can do uh, when he's just even a little bit on, but we've seen Siwoo grinding it out a little bit on Instagram. I've been tracking him, I've been tra- tailing him, following him. He's been working his butt off in the off season. He's been focused. He got to he got to Maui, you know, a couple days ago. I think he's doing his thing. I think see You know, he got he's gonna party a little bit. That's fine. But I think when it comes time to tee it up, ball in the air on Thursday, he's gonna be ready to go. Uh, and I think he likes these birdie birdie fest I, he wants to be aggressive we know that he wants to hit driver we, we know that we know those stories he wants to hit driver and he can do that here um I, i'm 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 thinking i like i like see a lot more in dfs than i do betting so 6900 okay. I'll, I'll take it uh, i do like max homa i, I but i think max is going to be chalk he's going to be pretty chalky down here and i think i was still might play him you know, depending on how chalky we're talking, I do like him that much. I like him enough. Um, but I could also see me pivoting to see Wu if not many people are on that. Or Cam Davis. Like I, We didn't talk about him on the betting show, but 6,200. And he's a first-timer. And he didn't do a whole lot after he won the Rocket Mortgage. I mean, he won the Rocket Mortgage and his best finish was, uh, was a 27th at the Shriners. Um, so he, he didn't... He didn't set the world on fire, but he also wasn't in like incredible form leading up to the rocket mortgage, but he loves him some par fives. He loves him wind. Okay. And I just think, I think cams, you know, windy conditions, five par fives, whatever it is scoring on DraftKings, no cut. I think this is a great opportunity, almost minimum price. I think this is a great opportunity to to have a little Cam Davis exposure. So I'm I'm. He's probably going to be in the cards for me, for sure. Even though he's a first timer, I think he legitimately has top s- seven upside, but like top five DraftKings scoring upside for sure at sixty two hundred. Um, the skill set just matches perfectly. So I'm in on Cam Davis. There you go. That's it. Okay. We did it. Hey, we had a huge announcement. On the betting show. And I feel like we need to say it here. We got into a little more detail on the betting show. Well, not really detail. Big announcement. Something we've been trying to do for years on the Tour Junkies. Well, Tour Junkies just period. Is have a live golf listener event. And it
2: is happening, folks. It is happening. When is it happening?
0: September. September 23rd and 24th. Mark your calendars, go ahead and put in your PTO requests for that, that Friday, maybe that Thursday for travel. It is going to be in Pennsylvania at lovely Mountain Valley Golf Course, uh, a 36 hole golf course with beautiful facilities, beautiful settings, surroundings. Producer Sam is very closely affiliated with this golf course. And we are most excited in the fact that not only are we going to get to see you guys and like, meet a lot of listeners in person and play some golf and have a great weekend. But we're gonna basically get to do whatever we want on this golf course. At least that's what producer Sam has told us. If he backtracks on that, that's all on him. But literally, in his words, anything goes. Anything can happen. We can do anything. So like, Barstool does live golf events. No laying up goes does live golf events. And yeah, kind of they do some cool stuff. Kind of cool stuff. Listen, the, the,
1: Sam could probably make us do anything.
0: Yeah. The. I mean, we could get really off the rails here, like stuff that will does not happen at a normal golf tournament can can and will happen at this golf tournament. More details are going to come out as the season goes on. But I'm just telling you, September 23rd and September 24th, find a way to get yourself to Mountain Valley Golf Course in Pennsylvania for the first ever live tour junkies golf event. It's going to be great. We're going to have a golf event on Friday and Saturday. We'd love for people to play in both, but you can also play in one or the other. More details to come, like I said. Stay tuned. We're super excited about it. Hope you guys, uh, hope you guys get geared up for it. It's already getting a lot of chatter in the nut hut. I'm pumped about it. I'm looking forward to it. Right, Pat?
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I and mean, it's a golf event.
0: <clears throat> All right. Well, there you go. First DraftKings show of 2022 in the books, our 366th episode of Tour Junkies. Our seventh time previewing the Century Tournament of Champions, Pat. Uh, it's been a good show, buddy. I'm excited about this year, about what 2022 has to offer. We did our New Year's resolutions at the betting show. I'm mm-hmm. excited about those. I'm excited about Nut Up or Shut Up. Hopefully our Amazon packages get there on time. Leave yeah. us a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe uh, to the channel. Hit the like button. Be ready for Mark Hill next week, breaking down the Sony. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. May your screens be green.
2: See you.